What's up, everybody? We're back on a Monday, Monday Market Movers episode for you. We have uh, KK Sports Cards. Um, real cool interview here today. Um, guy knows everything about PSA submissions because that's what he does. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the submission process, um, you know, recent changes with PSA and pricing. Um, and, you know, I took an opportunity here during this episode to really ask the questions that I have that have made me hesitant about using a group sub or somebody else to submit my cards. And I found it really, really um, informative. So we hope you get something out of it, too. Um, without further ado, our Monday Market Mover guest is KK Sports Cards, Kyle. Thanks for listening. Luca Nation, happy Monday. You know, we have a special Monday Market Mover episode for you guys. Uh, and today we're bringing on uh, someone that I think is going to add a tremendous amount of value to all of you out there. We get questions all the time, you know, what's the best way to sub? Uh, are you subbing modern, you know, economy, bulk? What's, we just get tons of grading questions. When to use BGS, PSA. Uh, and this is one of the leaders in, in the, at the forefront of grading. Uh, and just from afar here, Kyle, uh, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and share a little bit more about your business. I feel like your your business is growing and you're doing a, a lot of things that are really customer friendly. And I really love that. So without further ado, KK Sports Cards. Kyle, welcome to the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My show. I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, looking forward to, to doing this. Yeah, I mean, pretty much I've been doing sports cards and group submissions full time for about a year now. And it's just taken off despite PSA raising prices a couple of times. I mean, I just think that the market's showing that there, there's an absolute demand um, for PSA, their holders, their opinion on these cards. So it's definitely just taken, caught off by wildfire. Went from like crawling to sprinting. We sent off like 120,000 cards in the last about nine weeks right now. So it's just it's a lot of volume and a lot of stuff to keep track of. And that's what we're, you know, with the submission tracker and we're trying to do more things to make this more transparent for, um, for the submitters. Cause I mean, these are people's investments, people's collections, stuff that they put a lot of time, uh, energy, money into. Um, so, you know, we just try to make it as smooth and easy as possible. We're just only, only more improvements coming website soon. And we're going to start dabbling in consignment and other areas. Did you say 120,000 cards? 120,000 cards? Yeah, it's like 125,000 cards since August 10th. August 10th is when we got into the, our new office space, and that's when I was able to get about a dozen employees in here, and now we're, we've just been crushing it. I mean, yeah, it's like 125,000 in nine weeks. It's pretty nuts. And yeah. not a single one of them has been received by PSA, has it? <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, a lot of it. Yeah, I know. It's, it's crazy. It's just like the same, you know, the same, everybody has the same questions and it's, you know, it's definitely frustrating. I know with, you know, the wait times right now, it's just, but it's, it's part of the game. It's like, you know, you gotta, I mean, with the way the market's moving right now, it's like the longer your stuff sits at PSA, generally the more it's going up in value. It's funny, we did a whole, stuff. we did a whole episode on that, but before I, you know, listen, I take all really? the on because I got a million questions, but basically before we do that, just to make sure I get it in there right in the beginning. Tell everybody where to find you. Tell everybody what your page is. Tell everybody where if it's on Facebook, Instagram, drop it all, throw it all, we'll get it all out there. And we'll do it again at the end because I'm sure you're going to convince a lot of people yeah. and maybe even myself uh, to send you some cards. So, you know, it, just, just throw them all out there this way. Our listeners know where to find you. 
Yeah, absolutely. So the easiest way and where we're most active is on Instagram at KK underscore sports cards. We also have a Facebook page, uh, KK sports cards, PSA group submissions. We have a website, KK sports com, which is in, being developed right now, but that's going to be, um, that's going to be where we're going to direct most of the people. But right now it's just uh, KK underscore sports cards on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Um, we're, we're on there. I have two people that just answer messages all day. So we try to be quick to respond. Yep. I love it. And here's why, you know, you have a, a tough hill to climb here um, because Andrew told me earlier today, he's like, you know, we have KK cards coming on to talk for our episode later. And, you know, I, I'm not just a pretty face here. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I also, I do my research for these shows, you know, I'm not, uh, sure. I'm not, I'm not 35 and 16 against the spread. Cause I just, you know, I'll throw a dartboard. I do research, I do research on all this stuff. So I like to do research on our guests, right? I think I scared, uh, Adam Lefko uh, a week and a half, two weeks ago, when I knew what day his wedding was supposed to be. Um, you know, he just fell out of his chair. But uh, I think he called me a creeper. Um, but so I'm like, all right, I got KK cards coming on. Let me, uh, you know, let me check this out. And I was really excited to meet you because KK cards on Facebook is an Indian company that deals in gambling cheating products. How to use spy cameras <laughs> to examine cheating products. So, and there's videos out there, KK cards on, you know, how to cheat in, in, in casinos and use their video oh, spy goodness. cameras. So let me tell you something, I was excited to get to that episode. And then Andrew <laughs> sent me a link to your Instagram and it was, it was cards, which is KK, I mean, just, as, stars, yeah. just as excited. So that I want to make sure people know your actual Instagram stuff. Otherwise, yeah. like me. KK now, underscore sports cards. It's not cards, it's sports cards. <laughs> yeah, and congrats on, uh, congrats on 11,000 followers today, Mike. I know it's a big hey, thing. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, that, that did sneak up. Did sneak up today. I appreciate it. That's nice. Let me ask Look you. at the popularity. So, That's crazy. Right? Go ahead. So from afar, and I don't want to make any assumptions, you come off as a, as a business guy. I can't imagine, Kyle, that this is your first business. How did you get into this? Can you give us a quick five-minute backstory on, on who you are and, and what you've done before this? Yeah, sure. So this actually is my first business. I had uh, uh, played high school baseball. I had a baseball scholarship up at West Virginia Wesleyan College, it's a small Division II school up there. So I played my freshman, sophomore, junior year on the baseball team there. Senior year, hurt my arm in summer ball. So I had a bunch of extra time. Right around that time, PSA offered me a preferred pricing package. And I was like, well, I got some extra time, no baseball. Like, you know, I'm just going to start doing these these group subs on the, on the side, make a little bit of money, you know, my last year of college. And I thought I was be doing accounting at a, that was my, what my degree was in, in Tampa. If you would ask me about a year ago, what I would have been doing, but you know, this mission just kind of caught on wildfire and it's just, you know, this is kind of, you know, I'm locked down to this now and this is what I want to do. This is what I love. You know, you get to meet so many great people and, you know, see so many super cool cards and learn, learn so much really. Um, so this is, this is what we're going with. I love that. What a lot of group subs do is, you know, it, it seems like they're working out of their, their backyard or, or their garage. How did you decide to scale? Right. Cause that, that, that as a, that's why I was surprised that you said that you're a first time business owner. Uh, sometimes scaling becomes a problem. And here you said you have, what, what is it? Upwards of 12 employees now, just a year later. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty wild. And I really didn't even get the employees till the last six months like before that I, I was doing it all working 15 hours a day and just staying on top of it up I, I just tried to make this as like easy for the customers like I try to ship next day like so I'd make sure I kept my word with that and I would stay up late return ship this was just mainly me um same thing not making people pay till the end like I just try to make it as 
user-friendly as possible. Um, and yeah, I mean, the scaling with that is like, there's definitely some growing pains with it. Cause you know, you have nine orders show back up from PSA. It's like, can you really ship all those back next day? Like, no, it's going to take two days. You know, like it's just, that's a lot of stuff that I've just had to kind of learn as, as I go type deal, but you know, just trying to maintain like what got me popular with the submissions with like, you know, not making people pay to the end, you know, being communicating, like communicating, um, having a tracker and like, so I'm just trying to stick to like, you know, what kind of got me here, you know, so I'm very blessed and lucky to, you know, have so many great customers and for my business too, I've caught off, like caught fire like it did. When you say the communicating part, right? Cause I tell Andrew that all the time, you know, one of the biggest things. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you're anything like me submitting your cards, um, you know, these are, these are, it's real money. It's real investment. This is stuff you've put time into. You've, you know, before I send my cards in and I'm mostly a grade myself, although, you know, you got some time here with us. So maybe you'll change my mind. I can tell you, we've had a lot of Luca nation asking Andrew and yep. I to do our own group sub, you know, that we can do that ourselves oh, yeah. as, you know, there's a podcast. Um, you know, I spend a lot of time with the cards that clean the cards myself. You know, I try to do it. I have, um, sure. you know, I've recently started consigning with people and um, I've actually sent a couple of my cards out to somebody else to submit. Um, and I'll tell you the, the, the attention paid to your stuff is what sets one business apart from another. And there's a difference between a consigner getting your stuff and listing it that night and letting you know by mm -hmm. updated spreadsheet that's just like shared right. on Google. Here's where we are. Here's how much has been paid. Here's how much you've received as opposed to somebody yep. you have to chase and say, you've had my cards sitting since August 6th. Where are they? You know, can you list them at some right. point in time, please? You know, and we're talking about, you know, right. thousands, thousands of dollars worth of cards and yet it's almost a helpless feeling. So yeah, I mean, I the more you can communicate with your customers, the better. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of where the, I mean, the tracker came came to is because like you know i used to message everyone personally it's like you know when you have 2500 3000 individual customers it, it's it's not feasible to sit there and message that many people every week or you know every two weeks and that's why the tracker you know is just yeah. like that's something that anybody can view whenever they want their update you know they don't have to message me and say one update then we got to respond you know they can you can go you can go see where your stuff's at like right now and that's what that's what we really wanted with that just so i just thought that was a step ahead of um what some other guys are doing right now with you know putting out a public, um, you know, putting out something where people can check their own stuff as if they were logged in on my PSA account. So that is by the way, the huge difference, you know, I mean, here's my cards mm -hmm. and you know, I'm giving them over. How do I know it's my card? And so, yeah, so absolutely. So in well, case, just on that point, I just got, so I submitted cards with Kyle, uh, about two months ago. They were logged pretty quickly. I know that's not always the case, not in our control, Correct. Uh, but they were logged pretty quickly yeah. and cage just last week, uh, Kyle said subs popped. Uh, and like he mentioned it, I want to hear your, your opinion on this cage. Kyle, uh, KK sports cards, ask people to pay at the end, not in the beginning, which is kind of cool. It gives you a little bit more time to, to build up some money, uh, and liquidity. I want to hear Kyle, why you do that too. Uh, but I just went right into the tracker and I saw all of my cards, the scores, everything. Yeah, the right grades there. are available. Yeah. And that's, that's the other huge right thing. Through an Excel yeah, spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So you can do your grades too. Yeah. Well, I mean, yep. I'll tell you and you can, I'll do it in, in, in my, my concerns and then you can answer it, you know, how you would alleviate somebody like me who, you know, I send in thousands of cards myself. Um, you know, sure. I, I have, I've, I have a value or bulk sub. Now that's not saying much because they're 20 cards, but you know, I have a value bulk sub, you know, over a hundred used to be, you know, at least one a month. 
Um, you know, and I'm constantly getting stuff back. But the biggest concerns that I had with trying to use somebody else was one, as Andrew said, you know, I don't, I don't get charged until the grades are coming back to me. The cards are coming back to me. I mean, and then with PSA now taking six months, seven months, eight months to grade these things, that's a long time to let that money sit, especially, you know, it's a, it's a lot of money. It's one thing to pay it and then know you'll be able to, by the time your credit card receipt comes in, by the time that bill comes in, you'll have those cards in hand and be able to flip a couple of them to pay for it. That's a cool feature. That's the one. Number two, sure. um, base cards, which, which has to make up a, a, a jumbo size portion of that 125,000 that just came in there. And when I say base, I mean, non-numbered, like non-easily mm-hmm. identifiable cards. You know, if I'm sending into a, a, a submission company card number 199 of 199, all right, I know right. when my grade comes back, I can flip it over and it's 199 or 199, but sure. anything from a regular base card to a silver, to a blue velocity, to a tricolor, to a whatever, Chinese New Year and Revolution. They're not numbered. You know, there's a million cards like that. Um, And you're probably getting in your 125,000, 50 Luca base cards and 50 or 100, you know, Zion. I would always be concerned, you know, if I'm sending it myself, this is it. Uh, I'm going to get my card back and I know it's a 10. I mean, you know, I don't know what I'm getting back from you. And also then the third part is, tracking it as it goes on. And I hate being the annoying person. I hate messaging right. someone who has my cards or submitted my cards and say, Hey, you know, buddy, I know you submitted them for me in July and it was supposed to be a 25 day. And I know it's not your fault. It's PSA, but can you let me know? Am I in, am I in stage five? Am I, am I still in research and ID? Right. Am I in QA one? You know, so those are the three big things that sound like you might have an answer for all three of them. So it's, it's when you pay it's, um, it's, uh, you know, it, how do I make sure I get my card back? And two, um, it's tracking it as it goes. Sure. So, I mean, the first point of paying at the end. So, like, you know, it's it sucks more if you're out your cards and your money for four months, five months on a, on a 45-day order, say. But if you're just out your cards, like, you know, it, it just makes it a little bit easier. And, like, it, it's more accountability for ourselves as well. Like, I've heard other subgroups, like, after their due date, they take up to two months to send the cards because they collect your money up front. Their profit that's worked into the price you're paying, they make their money up front. They don't they don't give a rat's rat's tail, you know, when, when the cards really go off. Us not collecting at the end, I want your stuff back. I want your stuff out. Like, because I'm not making anything till the end. I'm fronting all the employees, you know, the people typing your cards. Like, so it's just, you know, and it hurts the flippers too. So say like you send me a hundred cards for a 20 day. Now that's $2,500 that you're gonna have to, you have to pay me up front. Now you're out your 2,500 for like, say it's two and a half, three months on a 20 day. Like it just doesn't, if people are trying to flip stuff and turn stuff over. Like I want somebody to be able to send out four orders. And by the time their first order comes back, now they can sell that and they have money for the second, third and fourth, instead of laying out eight to 10 K up front and grading for me. So I just think it helps people who are trying to flip. Holds up, I like um, it. Accountable. I like it. It's symbiotic, and, right? And you're waiting you're not getting paid until they get their stuff. So they're sitting on their hands, hoping that the, the stuff comes back, but, but you're also, I mean, you're going to get the cards. So you, there's no real risk of you not getting paid. You right. all have their cards. Um, but, right. You, mean, you, you ship the cards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you won't ship the cards. But, so, but, but you're sitting with them and obviously just like you said, you're not going to sit on the cards after you've been paid with no real reason to turn them in. But more importantly, you're right. It's, like I said, it's symbiotic, right? You would think that if you're allowing yeah. somebody to hold $2,500 of their own money and it's liquid for them, um, instead of sitting there for four months or however long it's going to be for PSA to have their cards, they can use that 2500 bucks to either break more product, buy more stuff, you name it, and send you exactly. more cards for you to grade and you make more money. It's, exactly. it's, you know, everybody's making exactly. out of the deal, right? 
Right. And that's why like so many of these people that submit when they regularly they get on the cycle where they'll send for, you know, once a month and then they just have constant inventory coming back, which is just awesome for people trying to flip stuff or, you know, just to have that constant order to coming back every month after the fourth month is just really, it's really good. And that's what a lot of people try to do with me with, um, you know, not paying till the end is just, you know, keeping it, keeping it flowing and self-sustaining um, from order to order with the, the proceeds from them selling it or whatever. Um, as far as number two for keeping, how do I know your LeBron revolution is a mixed up with somebody else's. So we're extremely meticulous and detail oriented with like how our systems and processes are here. So everything's kept like, so say we open a package from Andrew and we got 10 cards on there. So we're going to put his name, um, the service level and then 10 cards and they get rubber banded together and they're put like in our bins to be logged. So then everything's kept exactly in order. So like Andrew's 10 cards are together and then we log it into Google sheets. So now we have Andrew with 11 cards. Those are his 11 cards and he's going to be the first person in that order. So we keep all the cards exactly in order to our logs sheet that we have. TSA grades them and returns them in that same exact order. So now when the order comes back, I know Andrew had the first 11 cards. There's his. Okay, Joe Joe Smith had the next 42. You know, so you can just break down the order like that and everything goes back. Like nothing shuffled. It's not like we combine Lucas if we have other people. No, it's every everything's kept exactly with your stuff, exactly meticulously in order. Like people are trained to not – don't shuffle them. Like the typers, if, you know, if there's another – you know, uh, Luca Optic at the end of this, I think, no, it's a group stuff. It's got to be typed exactly in order. Everything's meticulously kept perfectly in order. We've literally never had an issue with anybody's stuff ever getting mixed up. Um, not once. Not on Age, what do you think of that? I, mean, I know that's a big, big sticking point for you. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, listen, it, it is a, uh, it's a cool thing. Um, and yeah, I mean, look, the tracker that you're that you're talking about, which you're gonna come up to next, I would imagine yeah. when people look at it, it's gonna have my cards in the order that I sent them to you. I'm gonna give exactly, you, hey, here's yeah. cards one through twenty, and you're gonna see which ones they are. I mean, you're gonna have consecutive serial numbers as PSA grades, and every card gets a serial number, so you know that your twenty cards are gonna have consecutive serial numbers. They were sent right there in order with your stuff too. Like, I mean, that's another accountability thing for it is like, just check the cert numbers. Like, it's not like, you know, if somebody went out and bought a card, like PSA grades, your cards in order. And there they are. So here's the, the advice I give you, right? It sounds like you're in it for a long term and it sounds like you, you're, you're actually doing it the right way. You're not trying to fly by the seat of your pants and, and squeeze every penny of success out in the first six months. It sounds like you're building to scale and it sounds like you're doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. What I would tell you is if you really haven't lost any cards, really had any, any complaints yet, that's great build up that trust network, right? So somebody like me who, who is going to submit thousands of cards in a year, you know, it's going to be difficult for you to get my, my business in the beginning. And I'm sure there are some other mm-hmm. people like me who send a lot of cards in um, and they're happy with, with the service. I mean, the grades you have no control over, obviously, but they're going to be happy after a while. They'll know, okay, that's my card. I got it back. They're happy. And they'll, you know, once that trust is there, you, you know, you'll have them forever um that's the key here guys i mean it sounds like you know this he's he's doing the right thing by his people and um you know that the toughest part is getting that in the door right because i'll tell you and here's here's you know my, my take on it our hobby is 98.5 percent good people good business people honest people you name it but anybody mm-hmm. who's been doing this for more than five minutes knows that for every 10 great trading Facebook groups or Instagram groups, the 11th group is a scammer group, a group that lists the people who are scamming people, a group that lists the people who are trying to pull one over. Um, And I mean, I think just this week I saw a post about somebody, you know, breaking a sealed case and they opened it up. Yeah. yeah, And then it was a box short 
was it resealed in a box where you have to you, you know, I can't say it was resealed or not. I mean, obviously, it's not my case. You name right. it. I, I use words. My, my, my name is Kate Moyer, so talking. I'll use words like right. yeah. allegedly yeah. resealed. Allegedly, I'm, right. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not attesting to whether it was resealed exactly. or not. That's what people I'm, mentioned. It was. I'm consistently yeah. <laughs> consuming as much as I can about this hobby, and you see stuff like that, and it gives everybody a bad taste. So my assumption is... Right. You know, I'm going to send in my Luca base. I'm going to send in my Zion base. Ten other people send in their Luca base and their Zion base. And you have, you know, your, your regular customers, your VIP customers that I'm not. And you look at the ten uh, Lucas that come in and, you know, six of them are definitely tens. Four of them are who knows if they're tens or not. And one of the good ones was mine. And I get that subbed with one of the uh, one of the crappy ones becomes mine. I'll never know because it's not numbered, but one of your regulars right. gets a 10 and he's happy. I mean, I'm not saying that happens. I'm just oh, saying yeah, no. it would be easy for something like that to happen. And that's the hump I have to get over um, with right. your entire business model, to be honest. Yeah. And into that, it's just like, it's like physically impossible that they would get switched because it's like all your stuff kept together with your stuff and then kept in that same order. And another thing that, you know, people like, that's definitely a common thing. Like, how do I know I'm getting my cards? Another thing too, if you have over a hundred cards, that's a personal order and that's just your cards on that order. So if you're concerned that, Oh, well, I might get, you know, mixed up with somebody else. Like you send over a hundred cards, like it's just your cards on the order. There's literally no way that anything like that could happen. So that's so we'll, just something we'll that, that's offline. peace of mind. For some I want to hear about yeah. the tracker, but you know, if Andrew and I don't mm -hmm. start our own, business to compete with you which we're not going to do because we like you i already like you after half hour maybe we'll, we'll, we'll maybe we'll bring the luca nation it's kind of like a luca nation monthly sub where we're, sure. we're doing you know calling a personal sub but it'll be you know everybody puts in the code luca nation or whatever it is and we'll make sure we get a sub in for you guys that's just our listeners putting in a sub monthly um we can track yeah. it it'll be a fun it'll be a fun little spreadsheet we can track you know there'll be everybody be buying our our, our tips we'll see who does a better job of using those gem mint photo studio magnifying <laughs> glasses and who's getting the tens and who's getting yeah. the nines but uh right. you know we'll definitely yeah, we talk definitely. to you about that go ahead andrew yeah definitely would like to talk to you about that after Kyle, two questions for you real quick. Uh, do you yeah. sell BGS SGC as well? And from, a, you know, you're kind of on the inside looking out, what do you think is the future of those grading companies? Do you see SGC catching up to BGS? Is PSA, you know, far and away number one? How are you viewing the, the whole grading industry as a whole? And do you also sub BGS and SGC and other grading companies? Right. So as far as group subs, we're just doing PSA right now, but we're going to be doing Beckett probably within the next six months. It's just kind of getting the foundation right with PSA. Then we're going to expand the Beckett. Personally, right now, like I'll send my own cards to Beckett here and there. Like generally, if it's like a, over a thousand dollar card and it gets a PSA nine, I'll crack it out and try to Beckett and try to get a nine five. Um, so like I'll send, you know, probably a dozen cards a month of just my own, but not a, not for the groups right now, though it is coming. SGC, I don't touch at all. Um, I just, you know, I, I crack a lot of cards too. Like, so I can see, like, I crack a ton of nine fives from SGC Beckett, people trying to get the PSA 10. So like, you know, just looking at, like, I look at the cards after I crack them and like, you know, you wouldn't even imagine how many SGC cards are just like nasty print lines or just issues on them after you crack it out of their holder. And it's like, this is, this is no better than a, a PSA nine on a great day. Like, so I don't, I don't see SGC. I think they have a niche with the older stuff, the tobacco cards and stuff like that. And I think that'll hold like the pre-war stuff, but on the modern stuff, I just, I don't see it. I don't see it from a retail, retail perspective, like how it makes sense um, for, you know, an SGC tends like, I think right around a Beckett nine five at like 60 to 80% of a PSA 10, like the market's showing like the PSA tens command the premiums, like people want PSA. And I don't see any sign of that slowing down, especially how many cards, 
Um, the only thing that I'm worried about is really like, I mean, by the thousands of like this year's prison basketball, like all the rookies got graded. All the rookies from this year's prison basketball are not going to pan out. So what, what are these people going to do, you know, in six months or two years when they have 800 KZ Okapala prism rookies or, you know, these mass hordes, these young, like not all these young um, yeah. baseball prospects are going to pan out either. Like what's going to happen to the value of all those slabs? I mean, people are sending them by the thousands and thousands. I will, thousands. I will end this call if you say Devontae Graham is not going to pan out for me because my basement is lined <laughs> with, my basement wallpaper is Devontae Graham, PSA 10. So yeah. don't, don't be careful. KZ Okapala, no, no, you can no. say whatever you want about not my, not my, yeah, not just, yeah. <laughs> no, but I know what you're just saying. And what you're yeah, saying is yeah. it's fair, right? But, but I'll take the point one step further and, and, and have you shitting on yourself because you got 12 employees in an office space. When that doesn't pan out and all those rookies don't pan out and people have now wasted thousands of dollars on, on PSA grading um, base prism rookies and next year 90% of them are worthless and people stop sending mm-hmm. in bulk subs. What happens then? Yeah, I mean, you got to think, though. I mean, I think short-term, like, it's still a play. Like, I mean, still those rookies, you could probably buy a three-to-five piece, put the 15, 16 in the grading, and still sell them for 40 to 50. So I think short-term, like, you just got to hope that these people who are doing this, like, you know, if they did all the prison that they, you know, they make the money somewhere else so they don't go out of the hobby and stop sending. There like, was a trick question, by the way. If, it was a 100% trick yeah. question. It's not going anywhere. I just sent Andrew a picture of my yeah. sub that I got in today on the mail, and, and I sent it to him, and it was like 12 cards. But um, yeah. and it was there were some eights, there were some nines, not good cards at all. But there were some tens mm-hmm. in there as well. And I think you know right. it was it was one of these you know twenty bucks per and like twenty five days. But I'm taking like forty. And Andrew, I said, so what do you think? And he texts back. He's like, it's amazing to me that the cards you're getting graded have a market for resale. And you know, like yeah. why, why would why would anyone ever grade these things? And I'm, I'm I'm I say to him, okay, so this one here. It looks like nothing because it's a Luca second year, but it's a Red Wave T-Mall optic. Very rare <laughs> right. Luca card, right? Red Wave T-Mall, yeah. right? So like, it's like basically like the Asian market um, optic yeah. box. And I, and I got a 10. And the raw card's 100-something bucks. I don't even know how many 10s there are if, if mine might be the only one. I mean, that's, you know, that pays for the whole sub right there. But I say, hey, what about this one? And right. I circle it. And there's a 2012 Steph Curry Prism PSA 10. And that's a $1,000 right. card. And I think I paid $8 for it last year. So, um, yeah, you know, so I, I'm, I'm like the king of 2012 prison, but you're right. It doesn't matter. You know, like, he, you know, my son had me throw in some LeBron James mosaic stuff from packs we opened and they got eights and nines and it, you know, those are not going to make any money, but as long as you hit on one, two, three, other you cards, hit on, you're, you'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> you'll be fine. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, yeah. KK, I, like I, I just had a thought and, I don't know how much you inspect all the cards that you get or if your team does, but you kind of have a little bit of a, of a head start, you know, uh, a leg up on the market because you see which cards are going to be trending before they, they kind of do, right? You get to see, yeah. wow, there's a lot oh, yeah. of these cards that are getting subbed. Hmm, maybe I should oh, look yeah. in this direction. If you don't mind sharing, what are, what are some underrated sets? You know, because that usually happens in sets. What are some underrated sets for people to take a look at? um so definitely for like easy to grade stuff like look at like 2018 chrome update baseball like the sotos like they gem out at like a 96 percent gem rate like anything chrome update baseball like chrome it's just easy stuff to grade if you're looking at from a make money like you can go by the sotos at like 50 to 70 a piece and then the 10s are like 200 right in there i want to say so you triple up and at 96 percent of the time coming back 10s like that's like a no-brainer i 
crushed it on that. Another one too is um, 2018 Revolution LeBrons. One of my customers sent in like 300 of them. I'm like, where'd you get 300 of these things? You know, this guy on eBay and the tens were like 200 bucks. And so I found this guy on eBay and I bought like 3,000 of them for like a dollar 25 a piece. Ended up <laughs> crushing it, crushing it on that. Um, so yeah, I do, definitely do get some like you know I wouldn't have bought those LeBron Revolutions if I didn't see my customer send in 300 of them. Like so, I, there's definitely some stuff like that. Um, but just like I appreciate like stuff that's easy to grade. Like if you're just trying to make money, you're like you know don't go don't go buy like 93 top Jeter's expecting tens on eBay. It's just like it's not really as feasible. Like stick with the newer stuff if you're trying to make money and get the tens and turn the money over. Um, just Chrome Chrome stuff base. I mean 2018 Prism's pretty much dried up by now like we used to get a lot of nines and tens and now we're down to like i mean just seeing lesser grades like a lot of stuff starting to get picked over um even though we're only a couple years out but just like when a set drops like mosaic football or like and all these people are opening all these packs and they got to recoup the cost for the cases and stuff like buy the stuff that's just being ripped like right now because you know it's fresh from the packs like it's not been kicked around in somebody's dollar bin for six years or something um so i think just definitely like stuff that's easy to grade and stuff that's just being repped are definitely um, two areas to look if you're trying to make money. Let's say I, I, I rip my own mosaic uh, burrow Genesis. Okay, Kyle, mm -hmm. what would yep. you do? Do you fast track that and sub that five day, two day PSA? Or do you throw that in a 20 day? We've already gotten the PSA 10 on one of those. The guy did it five day. Five day? On a, on a burrow magenta, burrow magenta. Genesis, yeah, five day. And I want to say he got a he got an upcharge on it too. Yeah, we've already typically as a card people do five day. Like five days is a pretty getting, popular submission. The grades are getting worse and the upcharge are getting more prevalent. Isn't that what you're seeing? Um, the upcharges have been a little bit out of control on some stuff. Like, but I mean, the grades. Uh, it, I mean, it really just depends on the quality of your cards. Like people like to say, like, oh, it's PSA's fault. You know, I got a bunch of nines. Well, did you look at the cards? Like. You know, like, I, I still think that it's just, you know, I guess it may be getting a little bit stricter as more people are coming in, but I, I don't think it's like a complete flop. So it depends on the card, right? So, I mean, it depends, it depends on the card. On the card I mean, yeah. you, you'll, you'll know it too, right? But, but I can tell you, like, yeah. I've subbed a lot of the same cards, let's call it for the last two years. And like 2018 mm -hmm. Trey cards, right? 2018 Trey yeah. Young or, or oh. um, let's talk about even Mbappe cards, right? The Mbappe 2018 Prism cards, right? So like I, I actually owned like 125 of those Mbappe base cards and nice. I pulled my 28 best ones out of that and subbed them recently. And of the 28, mm. I got seven tens and 21 mm. nines, which yeah. I, have, I have decent eyes and that's a pretty bad rate. Yeah, and they upcharge well. me for all of them. They even upcharge me for the nines. Mm -hmm. um, but here's yeah, what's that, fun. Right? Needless, needless to say, I got a call that day. Yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> um, and yeah. but like Trey, last year I was subbing Trey cards. And it's the same two eyes, same magnifying glass, same light, same everything. And Trey last year, I probably subbed about 50 Trey base cards last year. And I, I probably got 40 out of 50 of them in tens. Um, yeah. This year I sent in a sub. <laughs> I sent in a sub that had, how many total did I have, pal? I think I have 54. I, I, I think you're doing it. an injustice right now, Cage. Why? How are you not going to drop Ian card review as a handle? Who's who's really <laughs> prepping those cards? Who's he is. So, but by the way, I have I have an employee also. Ian's card review. If you haven't looked at this account yet, you got to check it out. He's got like a total of two posts. He's nice. seven years old, and he's my little oompa loompa. <laughs> 
So he's he's <laughs> tough. He's tough. He's he he's my initial review. And we, we got back cards today, and ones that I didn't even show him I was sending. And like I, I put in a Zion Revolution, and we got a nine. And he's like, "How did you even send this? You should have sent it to me." So now the process is he looks the cards <laughs> over and he brings them back. Right. And he he wants to start his own grading company. So if you don't want to send to SGC, pretty soon it'll be him. <laughs> it's called um, okay. it's called Ian's Authentication Network. I A N. Okay. The Ian Authentication we'll Network. We'll so, say the I A N uh, group stuff. I A N we'll group stuff. That's it. That's I A N group stuff. Listen, it's just something to do with your kid. You know, I mean, we love doing the cards, that's and now awesome. he becomes—he's yeah. got like a little desk. He's got a couple thousand card savers because I just can't stop buying card savers. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. Right? So he's got like all these card savers, and he's got a magnifying glass, and he's got like a whole like setup up there. And every time I send him, you know, like fifty cards, he's like, "You grade three of these, you're going blind." You gotta let us. You gotta let us know when that uh, Zion Green Pulsar comes back. I'm really excited for the Shut grade. Up. Shut up. <laughs> See, come back never. Let me ask a question though, because you, you know, I've never done it. I'm, I'm always just, I'm a value summer, and you know, the only time I ever got cards back fast from PSA was when we got vouchers, and <laughs> now they did away with that. That was yep. like my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. So, 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 walk me through the process on actual timing, right? Like, let's say I wanted to do a five day like that Joe Burrow one you said. I have it in hand here in New York. I'm going to send it to you. Mm -hmm. You get it in hand. Walk me through the five-day process. How long is it with you? It goes to PSA. How long on average does a quote-unquote five-day take for them to, to log in on average? I know you, there's no promises here, guys. And, and what he's telling you now is not going to be a guarantee of that. That's the kind of timing you're going to get on yours. But walk me through like an average process of, of, of me having it here in hand and then me getting it back in my hands graded. Sure. Yeah. So um, our five day express submissions are overnighted to PSA every Thursday morning. So they're delivered on Friday. Uh, the benefit to coming through my group sub too, is I have um, a dedicated point of contact, a rep there that he gets my five day and my 20 day orders and he gets them logged in typically a little bit quicker than if it went to general processing. Um, so a five day express submission, I mean, they've been good. I mean, we've sent them up weekly for the last four months. We have not had an issue with one until the August 27th one. That one took like six weeks, but that's really abnormal. Like every other five day we've sent out, they take around two and a half weeks. I'd say two and a half to three weeks is the average on a, on a five day and that's door to door. So that's from when we ship it on Friday to when we're getting the, the order back in our hands. So yeah, there is some variance. Like we had the one run freakishly long, but like, Generally, those are pretty quick, accurate. I think that's definitely the most accurate order that we offer. The 20-day submissions right now, they were good. They were like a month and a half, two months. Now they're looking more like two to three months, depending on how quick it's getting entered. And the 45 days, anywhere from three and a half to five months. Um, I try to like overestimate a little bit because I'd rather, you know, I don't, I don't want to you, know, you promise someone it's going to be two weeks and then, you know, two weeks in a day and people are frustrated. So we, I, I try to be as realistic to what, what's actually what I'm seeing with the orders coming back to give people an idea. Cause I'd rather people know going, I'd rather people just not send and, you know, then send off and like, Oh my God, it's going to take four months. So I try to warn people going in, like, just understand there it's with everybody. It's PSA. I mean, they got a one and a half million card backlog. Like it's just, it's part of the, part of the beast right now. It's just part of the, part of the game. Just so people know, I have cards that PSA received of mine in the middle of August that have not yet been logged in. Yeah. And I yep. did a sub on Saturday, and when I submitted it, um, as I was filling the cards in on grading, um, the the message popped up, just like a warning message from PSA during the submission, you know, logging in the cards. It said, just to make sure you know, 
they're currently um, experiencing a nine to 10 week log mm -hmm. process. Yeah, Don't expect your cars to be problem. logged in for yeah. nine to 10 weeks just to get it yep. logged in. And then your time yeah. runs from there. And then, yeah, so what people don't get is like, yeah, it's once they log the order and that's when your business day turnaround time starts. So like when you say on a 45 day like that, you're looking at 10 weeks to get it entered. And then you've got 45 to, that's if they're on time, 45 to really probably call it 55 to 60 business days, not actual regular days. So it's now, really. Do your 45 days get logged in sooner? No, they, nope. Those go to general processing. We sent off too much 45, like my rep, he can't handle that, that amount of cards coming straight to his desk. He can handle our five day and 20 day, but the 45 day, it's just, it goes to general processing. Um, and it, but it gets put like in the preferred general price processing instead of like basic general processing. So it's typically like a little bit quicker, like probably 45 day orders getting logged in about six weeks, I'd say. Um, it's cause it goes to the preferred section, but, um, the 45 days, yeah, they're, they're taking a while. I think this is the way it's going. I, I have to be honest. Here's what I see, guys. Here's my, my interpretation of, of the most recent uh, price increase, the backlog, the communication from PSA that they're establishing sort of like a code of conduct, I'll call it, for group subbers. I think they want to do away with people like me who are just subbing cards themselves. I think that they don't want to have a million people like me calling into a 1-800 number uh, and asking a million questions 100%. about where their cards are. I think they'd rather have a middleman or they'd rather dumb it down to, you know, um, logistics wise, you know, having a hundred of me with one of you and that I'll be asking my questions to you. And then you can deal with your rep and say, Hey, by the way, what's going uh, on with the August 27th sub, you know? So you, I think that's where we're going. You, you absolutely nailed it on the head. That's exactly what they want to do. Cause you got to think about it too. Like, you know, we ship back to probably like three to 500 customers a week. Like if we weren't here, these people sending the PSA themselves, that's three to 500 packages that PSA has got to ship back to all these individuals. So we're alleviating that for them. I mean, in the return shipping, it, it takes so long typing labels and like it's time consuming. Um, but they, that's why like my rep's telling is that, yeah, you know, we'd much rather deal with one person have just have you answer, ask a question than, deal with you know a thousands of other people just you know kind of flooding the system in. and it's you know cheaper. then these it's people are complaining to me then they're going to go playing the psa yeah it makes sense i mean it's absolutely makes sense um but yeah that's i think you hit, hit it on the nail hit the nail on that right there but they definitely they'd rather just deal with you know 15 or 20 large group subs than you know the tens of thousands of individuals in them what I love about you, Kyle, is you do two things really well, um, it, it sounds like. Uh, you put your customer first, and you reinvest into your business. So in the beginning of this, you mentioned you were thinking about getting into consignment. I think that's brilliant, right? Because you think about it, mm -hmm. here I am, I prepare my cards, I send them to you, and then really, I don't even need to get them back again to see the return on them. You take care of them, you send them to PSA, you get the return back. And then you can consign them right there, right then and there. And right. I just see a PayPal balance or a cash app balance or a Zeal balance, right? How are you thinking right. about so, yeah, that, right? That. How are you thinking of the consignment right. business and uh, going in against some Goliaths uh, versus, you know, there are some Davids that are popping up. How are you thinking mm -hmm. about that business? Is that a three to five year long term? Are you seeing so, short term? So it's, it's more, once again, it's more of a for the customer thing, the consignment. I'm not trying to blow up and be a huge consignment auction house. I want to be able to be your one-stop shop for grading and flipping. And when the cards get back, instead of you paying shipping and then, you know, you having to sell them, like 
I'll, I'll take care of that for you. Like, you want your cards to come back? Like, we'll sell them off. So it's really more towards the submissions than to be a huge consignment. It's just something to help. And, and it, it's just, that'd be a bonus with my submissions. It's, oh, okay, like, I don't even have to pay any money. We can just auction off the cards after they're done and then use that credit to pay off the grading fees, something like that. Like, that's where I want to move with that. So it's just like a one-stop shop. You know, you could choose when you want your stuff sold. Like, I mean, I already have people in the um, it was in a five-day the other week. They had Tyler Hero Silver present there. If we can get him back, can you just sell him for me? And it's like, he's like, because he was hot, and, you know, they didn't want to wait the three to four days to get it back to them. And, you know, so it's just kind of making sense to offer something like that and just see where it goes. But it's, it's not going to be like, you know, I'm I'm focused on the grading being the one-stop shop for everybody. So it's it's going to be more tailored towards the submissions than just the open auction consignment house. I'm going to do my own quick PSA because you went there. I didn't think we were going to go there with this conversation, but you went there. This is my own PSA. This is a public service announcement. Did you, so Tyler Hero Silver, you brought that up. That's crazy. Did you see the prices this morning on that card? I have not checked it today, no. So after his massive game, which was like a 30-point 30, 30 game, they went up to 1500 okay. Buy it now. Just this PSA morning. PSA 10, the Silver Prism. Just this morning, yeah. they were selling for 600 and, and I called Cage, and I was sitting here thinking, like, what more impressive could this kid have done at 20 years old to make someone who bought them at 1500 want to sell at 600 Did they think he was going to go off and, like, win, win the finals, and then they would have kept – the prices would have been at 1500 To me, it blows my mind. Yeah, that's crazy. That's probably what they were speculating on. But, that's yeah, that's incredible, though. The steep, steep drop off. It's it's a huge drop off. Uh, but but this has been great, man. I, Cage, are are you still with us? Do you have anything else? You know, have we won you over as a customer? Uh, <laughs> by the way, KK, I appreciate you, man. You you subbed my. You, you see, I'm a little bit more conservative in my investments. I'm a I'm a uh, Kobe rookie guy. Uh, I don't yep, really dabble yep. in in the. I do have 10, 5, 10% of my portfolio in kind of like speculative stuff. Uh, but mm -hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm more of a Kobe rookie guy, but those Fleer Ultras, yeah. they're, they're a tough grade. Yeah, they are. They're, they're very tough. Yeah, the tops. I mean, I think you've only gotten no more than like three tens on the regular tops and a handful of nines. So nines and eights a are lot of nines. grades for those. Yeah, I want a lot the of listening nines. audience to know I've never subbed with Kyle. That may change, and and you, I have a question. You've never for subbed you, right? with anyone. You've never subbed with uh, anyone. Yeah. So, but, but I want people to know this is not somebody coming on who you know has done me any favors, who has you know done this stuff for me. But I have. Here's a question for you, and maybe this is something that's you know, um, I think it's valuable for our audience. I don't know, and and you might not even be able to talk about it. I don't know how PSA feels about this. It's really funny, right? So so um, cracking cards out of cases. I always thought that, that was, you know, like a, a taboo, right? Um, you know, if I were PSA, just to keep the quality control, I wouldn't be a fan of cracking uh, cards out of cases and having people resend them. Um, now, that is, of course, if you're cracking out a PSA card in an attempt to get another PSA card. Um, if you're cracking a BGS or an SGC and sending it to them, who cares? I guess the flip side to that is money's money, and they're going to get whatever they're going to get. Um, you know, they're going to, you know, they, they don't care. They, you know, their money's going to come in, their money's going to come in. Um, but you crack cards also? Oh yeah. No, all the time. I like daily, I probably call a hundred cards a day. I'd say just from stuff that's flowing through. 
um, constantly. There's, there's such a value bump between a nine and a ten. I mean, some of these cards, I, I've sent in a Zion Silver five times for a guy and got a nine the first four times, the fifth time they give it a tenth, and the card went up an extra, you know, fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred, bucks. Like, yeah, five times. Well, like, listen. So here's the deal, right? So, and I guess my my question on that one becomes: I know there's a huge difference between a Zion nine and a Zion ten, right? But you know, I mean, I don't know how he's subbing them. I don't know if he's doing your forty-five day or you know, he's waiting a year and a half now to get these things back. Was, five days. So, so, so how much press, is a five, five day? Times. How much is a five day? Uh, Just right now, new pricing. So if you go straight to PSA, it's 75 through us, it's 70 and resub the second time. So say, you know, you get a nine, you want to try it again. It's 60 the second time. Okay. So, all right. So, so even that guy had, he spent $300 or, or so to try to bump that yeah. card. He was obviously confident mm-hmm. in it. Let me ask, you know, we, you know, is that something you bring up to your PSA rep? You say, hey, by the way, look what the hell just happened on this one, or, or you don't even get into it with them. They don't care. They have nothing to do with it. Hey, you, you don't want to. You don't want to get into it. It's just, that's what there's I nothing mean, good yeah. that's going to come from. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing good. I mean, it's they got they got paid to issue their opinion on the card. I mean, if we wanted to send it ten times or five times, I mean, they're getting paid every time and they're issuing an opinion on it. And this time, you got one grader's opinion on one day, which was a ten instead of a nine. That's that's how it is. I mean, there's yeah, I've I've seen I've seen eights go to tens. I've seen a five go to a ten. Like I've seen some crazy stuff with grades coming back different the second time. So here's my fun, my fun stuff then for you on that. Um, I am afraid to crack cards. Very rarely mm-hmm. am I getting something under a nine. If it is, it's because I just wanted to have it in a slab or I wanted it, my son wanted it for his sure. collection, but very rarely am I going to waste my money sending in something that's not going to at least nine. Um, but there are cards that I have that are nines that I'm like, these are not nines. Like these should be tens. At least some of them should be tens. Right. But I got to tell you, and, and again, I think, you know, it's subjective. I think PSA has made their cases a little bit more annoying recently (laughs) to crack the cards out. I'm a little nervous. Maybe I'm fat fingered. Um, but I'm nervous. (laughs) More than likely. You know, I'm there. Shut up. I'm nervous. More, all that, all that soda, all that soda you're drinking—it's not, uh, not great for cracking cases. Dude, listen, <laughs> I, I've cracked cards and sent them in and, and bumped my grades up 100%. I know how to do it, but you know, it's mm-hmm. a service where I'm trying to get at. If my, if my, if my friendly co-host will, will, will get off me about my, my fat fingeredness, is it's, <laughs> it's a service you provide to people. So, like, let's just say hypothetically, I wanted to send you 10 Mbappe nines that I pulled out of the 21 that were the nicer nines mm-hmm. and have you crack them for me. You do that. You'll crack them and resub them. Yeah. Is yeah, there we'll an additional them, charge for cracking? Yeah. So that's where like, so like going back to when I started this, like, you know, I evaluate everything for free. I think when you guys asked about that earlier, like the evaluation, the cracking is free, whatever, it's just gotten to the point where we're at such volume that like, it takes so much time to actually properly evaluate and crack cases, like, and then put it in the place like card saver, like a hundred cards a day. It's so time consuming that I have to charge a fee for it now. Um, it's three bucks a card for cracking and then evaluations too. But it's, it's just like, cause I can't, I can't evaluate everything. You know, I can't crack. Like there's only so much time in a day. So that's why I'm having to charge for those two things now, but yeah, we'll crack it, evaluate it, wipe it down for fingerprints. We will not alter it or clean it or anything like that. Um, but yeah, we we'll, we will crack it out, you know, get the dust off of it, whatever, and then resend it in. How? When you resub a card, right? You get it back. When you resub it, does that mean you crack it and resub it, or do you resub it in the holder? 
Oh no 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 no! Always always crack it because they're they're biased. Like if you if I send a nine back into PSA asking for a ten, like it's extremely unlikely. Same thing on crossovers. Like if you send cards in and Beckett holders into PSA for crossover, the success rate is like forty per thirty to forty percent, I'd say. But if you crack the card out, on um, this is on true gems, like it's more like a seventy to eighty percent um, success rate to PSA tens. It's just the bias that a PSA grader has when they see a card in the back of the order. They see a card that's already been assessed by PSA at a nine. They're not, you know, they're less likely to give you a better grade. But if you crack it out, that's a fresh opinion. They don't know about the cards been graded before. Always, like I always recommend, just to crack it out. So you would get a card back, you would crack it out, but you you would still give that discount on the resub fee, right? Yeah, on only on the five day. Yeah, I just do that to try to help people, just because that's, you know, it's kind of more expensive submission. I love it. I love that. That's. A, I'm starting to think. You know, what cards can I resub now? <laughs> yeah. So. Yep. Well, it's a resub through him. Yeah. Resub, yeah, Not, yeah. 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 Don't, oh, yeah. Sorry, don't send him a PSA. Clarify. I need a discounted price. Uh, you've sent it <laughs> yeah. to him, so yours would be resub. Oh, yeah, Nine. I got a basement full of nines. Hey, you want to give me the resub discount? No, that's not what he's talking I about. <laughs> should have clarified that. Yeah, I meant if we send a card in brawl and it comes back a nine and you want to resub it on five days, then yeah, it's 68 seconds. But, Love yeah. it. Cage, unless you have anything else, I have one final question. Well, in 37 parts. But yeah, go ahead. Kyle, do you know what movie that's from? I've only got one question, but in 37 parts. 37 points? No, right? God damn it, I'm so old. <laughs> yeah, that's Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. You know, it's like a college humor movie. Oh, God, I'm so old. Go ahead, ask a question. <laughs> nice doll, Frank. <laughs> um, where do you get your card savers? And what card savers do you use? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I use uh, Cardboard Gold, Card Saver 1, um, right before Corona. I bought two pallets of them, which was 60 cases. Um, per pallet and I got it at like 11 bucks a box so like I'm still loaded up on them and thankfully because then the prices went up to like 50 and 75 a box so I'm still working down those um but what a smart move right. you could have you could have sold those and you could have sold those oh, and made a, made a killing I used to sell them at like 25 so I was paying 11 and then you have to ship it and make four or five bucks a piece and I thought about it then it was like you know if I don't have them for my submissions I can't submit cards so it's like just use them for the use them for the submissions but yeah it would have been a good idea so you know some people give me a hard time about this but my sister she's a she's a college student and one uh -huh. way i wanted to like kind of show her the and i've always wanted to do a business with my sister so we got into we created this company called rose gold and what we do is just buy card supplies top loaders okay. card savers penny sleeves and it's been such a good experience i think it's such a lightweight way to kind of start an online business and flip things online uh cage gives me a hard time but but i i don't look down upon people who are you know retail flippers they go to target buy product and then flip or buy card savers and flip them i think it's a great way yeah, to learn business it's really simple no it is yeah it's it's, it's really good really good life life value I man that's yeah that's what i did all went through college just flipping flipping stuff here and there Definitely a hustle. Business suggestion for you, Kyle. If you got a good yeah. enough relationship with your PSA rep, I'm sure you won't be the first one yeah. to ask this, but here's one for you. <laughs> All right. 
when you're one of the big regional suburbs, you know, you sign up for the list that they're going to have, the code of conduct, and you're one of the top 10 or top, you know, 50 people yep. in the country who are subbing these things. They I'm on the list right now, yeah. They should sell you back your card savers at a humongous discount. Because what the, what the hell are they doing with them? They, these are card savers no, that are probably there's... used once. They should send them right back to you, and you should get them right you're back right. and use them next time around. Yeah, I mean, you would think, yeah, because you can definitely like reuse them. I mean, it's free money for them. them. What are they doing? Throwing them out? I've heard they cut them out of the card savers, so then the card savers are like destroyed. I mean, I guess that's that's one of the reasons they're not selling them back to you. I guess. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess it kind of makes sense, but I've heard that, and but I I can't imagine what they do with. I mean, all the because people still send like thick cards and like magnetics and like top loaders and just all the amount of trash. Insane. Can only just, like, we Can only we have a trash problem just from opening the mail that people send us. We had to go get our own dumpster here, our office building. Like PSA, I can only imagine the amount of trash just from all the packages they open and like. I have a trash problem just from opening boxes myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. crazy stuff. Huh? It really is. It really. Is. Oh. All right. Well, let's let him go. You asked you one question, Andrew Kyle. Thank you very, very much. Appreciate, appreciate you guys. Drop your, uh, drop your. Drop your name and your, your Instagram stuff one more time for us. This is where everybody can hear it at the end as we close it out, okay? Kyle at uh, KK underscore sports cards on Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, and then KKSportsCards.com. The website will be completely finished hopefully within the next three weeks. But I appreciate it. You guys can reach out to us on Instagram, anybody who's interested to submit. And this has been fun, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks, brother. Excellent. We love it, man. Thanks. And Luca Nation, this guy, you know, I mean, find them online. I'm going to use them. So, and we'll talk to you. We're going to, we're going to reach out to them offline and see whether or not we can put like a quote unquote, like a Luca Nation personal break together with all of our listeners. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. Talk to you later. Sounds good. Bye, guys. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, eh, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.